At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote getting ready to take on spring Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Time to follow the money with your hosts, Mitch Moss and Polly Howard. And we are off. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Mitch Moss along with Matt Humans filling in today for Polly Howard at our usual spots, downtown Las Vegas, Circa Resort and Casino. Coming up today on the program, Matt Meiselman will join the show in about 45 minutes. We're going to go over some uh, DraftKings football contest with him. At that time, uh, $5 million in guaranteed money, a potential overlay this year, right? So he'll tell you about the draft. And, and by the way, multiple states. Yeah. Think about all the money up for grabs and football contests this season more than ever before, Mitch. Yep. You, you, when you start with DraftKings and Circa, and uh, obviously the Westgate Superbook Super Contest announced some uh, changes yesterday too, but those are three mega contests right there that – uh. Makes it exciting for football season. Get in. Yep, totally agree. It's like a lottery. Get your name in and uh, take a shot. In an hour, Jeff Seeley is going to join the program. Uh, our buddy, golf handicapper extraordinaire, is going to be on the show, host of the Cutmaker podcast. And I believe that he was in the uh, uh, draft that you guys had la- last night, the U.S. Open draft that you guys put together. Mm-hmm. He was in it. And Nick Bogdanovich later on today as well, who uh, obviously loves the sport of golf as well. How'd the draft go? It's got over with probably. Yeah, not too long ago. Is that, is that right? Yeah. Well, for a while, I wasn't sure if I was going to make it here tonight. Uh, the, the golf draft for the U.S. Open went pretty well last night. I drew the fourth pick. 
Uh, Nick Bogdanovich and Vinny Maiulo had the second pick overall. We draw the, it's a blind draw for the draft order, then it's a snake draft. Uh, had <clears throat> a lot of people you know in the draft. Paul Stone, Andy Jeff Seeley, Tony Miller of the Golden Nugget, Jeff Sherman and Jay Cornegay of the Westgate, John Murray, Rex Byers, Wes and Brady from Long Shots, uh, Randy McKay, big that's, Randy McKay's in it as well. That's with, a solid uh, group. With college football handicapper Dan Saylor, you had a couple dropouts. We typically have 15 teams. We had 13 uh, last night, and we each take nine players. So we go about 115 players deep in a 156-player field. Yeah. That's a long draft. Yeah, the last couple rounds you're drafting some guys that most people have never heard of. Sure, sure. And you would never probably even consider betting them at uh, exactly. what, 750 to 1 to win it? Or I... I I actually, my last couple picks were guys that listed at like 3,000 3,001. Is that right? That's how far it went down into yeah. the field? Wow. Like how many guys are actually in the field that are not taken? What's the U.S. Open? Is that? 156 players. 156. I, I, I okay. We, yeah. we drafted whatever the math is around 115 last night. Uh, and we are on the eve now of the U.S. Open. Can't wait. Love it. Love, love the event overall. I'm uh, hoping that somebody wins it around four or 500. That would be terrific to me because, uh, you know, a lot of these courses that go out there, especially the majors, when and I, I love the Masters. It's an incredible event, obviously. But when that plays mm-hmm. to 15, 16 under in that neighborhood, or maybe even a little bit better than that, you're like, eh, a little bit too easy this week. Right. You know what I'm saying? So um, I, I do like when the guys go out there, and it's uh, like a couple of years ago, Shinnecock was just, that was it too difficult? I don't want to nitpick, but I mean, it's like when DJ was like the only guy under par for a little while, and everybody else is like, okay, is who, where are you going to win this tournament at? So I guess we can't have the best of both worlds. Well, it's but, a fair question. Yeah. Is it too difficult? I, I I never think it's too difficult because you and I, and we like to see players struggle. Sometimes sure. par is a good score. Yeah, we'll get into the abomination that took place last night. This is Brent Musburger, and here is your VSIN action update. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. Mets ace Jacob DeGrom, 6-2 with a 0.56 ERA, although he was pulled after 80 pitches Friday against San Diego due to right flexor tendonitis. He's on the hill today for the Mets, who open as a $3.20 favorite over the Cubs, plus 284, 6.5 over at City Field. Aaron Savali of the Indians looks to become the first 10-game winner in the major leagues. He's another 55 favorite at home against Baltimore, eight over the total at Progressive Field. A pair of Game 5s in series tied at two games each of the NBA playoffs. Utah laying two and a half at home with the Clippers. Philadelphia laying six at home with the Hawks. Be sure to check out our new betting splits feature on vcin.com before you place your next bet every day. We're posting the latest splits for games at current odds and what percentage of bets and money being placed on each game. Go to vcin.com and check out the betting splits plus live odds, line moves, and game analysis. Makes vcin.com the best place to visit before your next bet. With your action update, I'm Mike Senna. Get the latest vcin odds at vsin.com. And remember... Cash and tickets is what it's all about. So we have a new feature on vcin.com. Every day we're posting the latest betting splits on every game in the major sports with current odds and what percentage of bets and money are being placed on each game, check this uh, info out daily to find out which games are seeing the most tickets written and if that matches the money coming in on those games to help you find a betting edge. And, of course, we have all the odds, data, and analysis for every game as well. Start your next sports bet at vcin.com. What an absolute disaster last night for the Milwaukee Bucks. 
And uh, I find the whole thing fascinating when it comes, you know, a betting standpoint and where that number moved to yesterday. We were kicking around on the air if it's going to go to five at some point yesterday. And then, you know, when we did the show, when we finished up after three hours, Matt, there was no news of James Harden yet at that Mm -hmm. point. And then all of a sudden, okay, he is all of a sudden upgraded to doubtful. And then a little while after that, probably a couple of hours, now he's upgraded to questionable. And as that number continued to move and it came down, I mean, here in Las Vegas, it closed Milwaukee 1 at some spots. It closed Pickham at a bunch of spots. And they had a 16-point halftime lead and just shut the franchise down after what happened last night. I hope you lose now. Uh, um, and I'm a, I grew up in that state of uh, Wisconsin. I don't want you in the playoffs anymore. You suck. Go away. Take a hike. I'm done. Giannis, I'm over you. Thanks for checking in and having a nice three-year run. You cannot lose that game. You could play it 100 times. You cannot lose that game. James Harden was a total decoy. Yes, I get it. Durant had the game of his life, which was amazing. Put a guy on Jeff Green. The guy can't miss, and he's getting open shots every game. And now how about this afterwards? Giannis says, yeah, I'd like the challenge of taking on KD and guarding him. Where were you last night? Where was he defensively on Kevin Durant? Are you an upset Bucks fan? I actually have I have the Nets to advance. Right. Okay, I, I bet him at various points of the series, but just... I really don't even, like, I'm not really a fan of teams anymore at this point, Matt. Right, I, but it's sick. Yeah. I hate to see performances like this. It was sickening out of that team last night. Yeah, I stopped being a fan a long time ago. long it's, time ago. It's whoever you bet on, and you don't really have much loyalties beyond that. It's just, it is uh, kind of annoying to watch the Bucks just uh, gag and choke it up last night. The Brooklyn Nets are saying, here, we're going to hand you the series. It's yours. And the Bucks say, you know, nah, you know, we don't want it right now. We don't really want it. You go ahead and take it. It's it was it was sick to watch that last night because uh, that was the golden opportunity for the Milwaukee Bucks to basically close that out. You got a double digit lead in the second half. James Harden can't do squat, and there's no excuse for blowing that lead. But I knew it was going to happen. It was sitting there while we were at the, our golf draft last night. All of us were sitting around watching the game, and I think everybody in the room agreed that the uh, Nets were going to come back. And have a shot to win the game. Didn't know they were going to win the game, but they were going to have a shot. You know, when they were down huge. I saw this on Twitter last night from Charlie110. He says, I never lie, bet, but this was too good to pass up. Uh, Brooklyn Nets on the money line at plus 540 at one point in that game last night. And uh, he hit that $50 to win uh, 320 Probably wishes he put more on it. I'm sure, yeah. But uh, plus 540 uh, pretty good score last night, and <clears throat> uh, what was your sense? Because I, I thought oh, you, you could see it coming early in the. Third I thought quarter. you could see it coming too. And uh, here's the thing, Kevin Durant. If I said if he just keeps driving to the rim, I don't think the Nets can lose the game because yeah. the Bucks can't stop him, and the Bucks never adjusted defensively to whatever it was he uh, the Nets were doing, which is not much. It was basically, hey, Kevin Durant, just take over the game. And if you can't get a shot off, dish it off the green or somebody else. James Harden was terrible. 0 for 8 from three-point range last night. He, he could never hit uh, a high gear. He was basically limping around the court. Played I don't know how he played 46 minutes, but he uh, he grabbed, a, what, eight rebounds, six assists. He just he picked up some trash out there. But that was a one-man show, basically. Kevin Durant just took over the game. And I think essentially took over the series. I think so, too. And now, uh, moving forward here in the series, the Nets are laying 315, and the Bucks are actually minus four in game six. Right. 
And well, if you can't win game five yeah. in last night's situation, you're going to win game seven? You have a 16-point lead at halftime. 16 points, and Harden could do nothing I last know. night. It's two guys. It's Durant with the game of his life and Jeff Green. And how many open threes are they going to give Jeff Green? But again, this has been a problem for the Bucks all year long. And I'd go, I'd actually go a step further. So, yes, I, I, you know, I could easily sit here like the rest of the world and blame Budenholzer for not going after James Harden. How does that happen, by the way? Harden know. is out there. He's clearly not himself. You're, and you're a, right. one, a one-legged defender. You have to attack him. You, you, you don't go at him the entire time. And by the way, when Giannis gets the ball on the baseline, he settles for a fadeaway jumper mm-hmm. or a turnaround, I'm sorry, against uh, James Harden. You're 6'11", like 275 pounds chiseled out of granite. Harden has one leg, and he's 25 pounds overweight. You're the two-time MVP, and it's a 15-foot turnaround when the game is on the line? How soft is that? That's soft. Oh, God, I wanted to throw up last night watching the game. But I'll go one further. Why did Steve Nash keep James Harden in the game? He got away with it last night because the Bucs were so stupid. The whole thing is perplexing. And how, how could James Harden play 46 minutes? I, I have no. When he gave the, he was actually a total minus on the court last night. He he, he never really provided anything. He, he had a couple decent plays here and there, but like it, he was his plus minus was believe it or not was plus four. I yeah, don't know how that's, that's possible. Yeah, but he but he had uh, he shot one for ten, oh for eight from three. He had six rebounds, eight assists, four turnovers, and basically just kind of like you said was a decoy offensively. Somehow he stayed on the court for 46 minutes. Mind-boggling. I don't know how the Bucks did not take advantage uh, of that. Just, and, and, you when know a what? team has uh, basically four defenders on the floor, how do you not? How do you not attack the rim the whole time? How do you not attack James Harden and attack the rim? I I don't want to be the guy who calls for the coach's head, but if the Bucks blow this series, I think Mike Budenholzer is going to be in big trouble. I think so too. And just again, like with Giannis at this stage. Well, how is he still playing the same type of basketball where it's just like head down, I'm going to go 1,000 miles an hour, I don't care how many guys are in this brick wall they're creating to slow me down, and if I get called for the charge, so be it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to try, you know, and he doesn't step around him, and then Giannis continues to take threes like in bad spots, and the worst thing that can happen ever is for Giannis to hit like a three or a couple of threes in a game because then you know that <laughs> right, fool's gold. periodically yeah. they're going to oh, keep yeah. going up. That's exactly yeah. what it's like oh, is, yeah. is because when he, he took one last night, to extend the lead to like eight, I believe, six or eight points, whatever it was. And I just, when, as soon as he took it, I'm like, oh my God, what a terrible shot. And he hit it. And I'm like, that's the, the result of that shot is the worst thing that could have happened. Mm-hmm. And again, how is he not on KD? How is he not guarding KD down the stretch when he's completely take, taking over the game? Uh, is that Boonholzer? How, how does he not step up in one of the timeouts and say, I want him, put me uh, on the guy oh, right definitely now? Coach, definitely coaching. You have to, as a, a strong head coach, you got to step up and say, hey, you got to make adjustments in game. This is what we have to do, and uh, he never did that. And the Bucks never took advantage last night. We we have to mention KD's numbers oh. just because it's incredible. It might have been the best game of his career. I think it was. A forty nine points, seventeen rebounds, zero of those were on the offensive end. Uh, Ten assists, and only three turn- turnovers in forty eight minutes. He had four three pointers, nine attempts. But he, what he did. Uh, for that team on the offensive end was just incredible. Uh, played every single minute last night. He played. Yeah, he never never left the floor and hit big shot after big shot. And he was smart enough to know that I've got to attack the rim because they can't stop me. Sure, I'm either going to score or get fouled. 
and uh, that was the way the Bucks or the Nets were going to make their comeback and put the Bucks away. Jeff Green, you mentioned it too. Uh, we can't overlook what he did. Oh, at huge! All. They don't win the game. Seven for eight. Yep, from three point range. Jeff Green, seven for eight. As good as Durant was, and yeah. that's—I mean, I called him underrated earlier this week. Mm-hmm. He's just—he—he's a. Uh, well, as we sit he's here not, today, he's, I get it. He's uh, not easy to like as a person. No, I don't. Yeah, but as a basketball player, he's an absolute treasure. That's well said. That's the perfect way to put it. And actually, he's the best player in the world right now. Yeah. Yep. And, and I can't, you know, he, every great player needs a sidekick too. I don't care who it was. Sure. Uh, and Jeff Green was his sidekick last night. Yeah, man. Yeah. If if Jeff Green doesn't do that, the Nets lose the game. Right. I don't. D- Durant had the game of his life. That's an that's a Hall of Fame game right there. Hall of Fame playoff game. It's one of the all. Nobody's ever done that. No. What he did last night, nobody's ever done it before. But if he doesn't have Jeff Green going off like that, the Nets lose the game. Yeah. And he's just getting again those wide open shots left and right. And I mean, I, I just like you said. The Nets are saying, here, on a silver platter, it's your game to take. It's, you, a, it's your game. It's your series. Yeah, it's your series. Yeah. Yes. You're going to go home up 3-2. Are you kidding me? And It's just inexcusable the way the Bucks misplayed their hand in the second half last night. And I think the coach's head's probably going to roll because of, we see, we've seen this in the NBA you know, in the past decades or eras where a coach gets a team to a certain level, but he can't get them to yeah. the next level. Yep. Can't get them over the top. That looks like Budenholzer with the Bucks, And uh, it's, it's just, there's no way you can explain the way they have blown this series. And they did it last night. You said a 16-point lead. You cannot lose that game last night. Uh, the Bucks' big three was down to basically one and a half men, and they found a way to get it done. Yep. By the way, this this should also not be forgotten. Because big three, sorry. It, yeah, it it needs to really be celebrated. How truly awful Charles Barkley is at uh, picking games. That's yeah, pretty bad. I mean, it's it's, and again, from an entertainment standpoint, the show is awesome. He put the guarantee on the Bucks last night, and then at halftime he doubled down. Uh, but here's the weird thing, right? At halftime, when he said the Bucks are going to win the title, he paused and he goes, "But Ernie, they're so stupid." That's like, why would you pick a team to win the title that you know you can't rely on and they play stupid basketball? Well, it's Barkley contradicts himself a yes, lot. He does. Yeah, right? And I like the guy. Took two seconds to contradict himself. I like Barkley a lot. So do I. I Talked to him a couple times. He's what you see on TV is what you get in person. He's yep. the real deal. He's not, yep. you know, a phony at all, but he wouldn't make a great sports better. I ever tell you this story? You're right. Last night at halftime, he said the Bucks are going to win the title. Yeah, win the title. But they're not a smart basketball team. Yeah, yeah. The 2007 NBA All-Star Game out here in Las Vegas. Yeah. So the show I was doing at the time, uh, we were at the Mandalay Bay. We were on the air until 5 o'clock. And I set it up way in advance with, like, the TNT PR people that I could interview Charles Barkley at the end of their show on TNT that Friday night, I believe it was, leading into, like, the All-Star Challenge or the uh, Rookies game, whatever it was. So I had to quickly catch a cab from Mandalay Bay down to Caesars Palace and get there in time to interview him, right? I'm like, this is awesome. I'm so excited. And at the time, Charles Barkley was always going on like national radio shows, like Dan Patrick's show and whoever else was on at the time. And it was great because he would, all, he would openly talk about gambling all the time. Mm-hmm. And it was riveting radio, right? And because you, at, this is way, again, this is like decade before legalized sports betting. And Las Vegas was like the only player in the country other than offshore stuff, right? And like the ratings on our Las Vegas station, when he like during people loved it. The response that we'd get was like, "This Barclays." I go over there. It's impossible to get a cab on a Friday night of All Star Weekend. I mean, that might not seem like that far of distance. It took me like a half an hour. I barely got there in time. 
I'm like walking up as they're ready to walk off, and I found found the PR guy, and I said, "Hey, I'm Mitch for you know ESPN here. I'm here to get Barkley. He's okay. He's getting ready to leave. You got him." Ninety seconds in, I'm talking gambling and sports betting the entire time, and Barkley is fantastic. Mm-hmm. The guy is standing four feet from me. He's going, "Cut it! He's got to go. You're done." And I'm looking at him like, it's, "I'm di- for ninety seconds." Right. And finally, I just go, "Okay, Chuck. Thanks for the time." He's like, "That was fast." I'm like, "I the guy said he couldn't do anymore. You got to go." You know, I'm good. And Barkley walks away. I'm like, what was that? And the guy walks closer to me and he goes, is that really what you wanted to talk to him about? Oh, jeez. I, I, almost, I almost got into a fist fight with the guy at that point. Yeah, first of all, I think your mistake there I was, was, so, was... I was so mad by, ne- cutting, by agreeing never listen, to him. Never yeah. listen to the PR Huge people. mistake. Huge never. mistake on my part. I've had plenty of encounters with PR people. What they try to do is interfere with your job. You have to ignore them, override them, yeah. and just continue with your agenda and press forward because the PR people there, uh, typically they're there to try to spoil what you want to do. Yeah, and that's exactly yeah. what he did. Yeah. I, 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 oh, I was so mad at the guy. And then we're yelling at each other. Like, what are you doing? How, how do you possibly right. do that? You want to talk about gambling? He's in Las Vegas. Have you ever heard him before? <laughs> Absurd. Barkley was talking about Vegas being, uh, he said Vegas deserve or should get an NBA franchise like back around that time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 15, yeah. almost 15 years ago. Sure. He was ahead of the time talking about sports betting and gambling. Ahead of most people, anyway. Because we tend to forget now, even as recently as about 2015, uh, sports betting talk in the mainstream media was still taboo. Oh, it's... Nobody did it. Five, six years ago, nobody did it. No, no, nobody did it. Absolutely nobody. Except here in Vegas, we did it. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you've been doing a show, you, you know, you were doing a gambling show for how long? Uh, about uh, twelve years. 10, 12, you know, and 15, started writing yeah. about I started writing about sports betting at the Las Vegas Review Journal about twenty years ago. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're exactly right. That's the right word. It was yeah. taboo across the country. Yeah. You didn't even want to whisper something like this. Oh God, seriously. You're gonna go to hell for something like that. It's evil. How how dare you even sports open your mouth? Yeah. Evil. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. Craziness. Um Yeah, but that was something last night. If you night. bet on the Bucks last night, you probably think it's evil. Yeah. If you bet on the Bucks and you had a chance to grab a nice return on yeah, the Nets no at halftime, would you do it? I think, a lot I of think you have to. A lot of times in these NBA games, and you know, it, yeah. it's the Bucks. You can't feel that secure, even with that 16-point lead last night. Uh, like I said, we were at the golf draft with a bunch of professional bettors and bookmakers. Mm-hmm. And uh, the overwhelming sense in the room was, yeah, the Nets are going to come back. Nets are going to, you know, that's just the NBA. And then you could see Kevin Durant was determined last mm-hmm. night. And uh, I, I was, like you said, I'm not a huge fan of him personally, but the, as a player, he's off the charts, man. Bucks minus... He's up there, that's up there with some of the great Michael Jordan oh, performances. No question. No question. Yeah. Yep. Bucks minus four for game six. And Reggie Miller, I think we we popped up a tweet here. We will a little bit later on. He's throwing it out there. Do you sit, you sit Harden and KD in game six and come back and you go all in for game seven? We don't have time to yeah. tackle that topic in the next 20 seconds, but let's hit that uh, when we'll get, we get a chance. We'll get to that. Get to that for sure. And a quick look at today's marquee matchups in Major League Baseball on the surface. It's a, it's a really good pitching duel on the West Coast. Will it play out that way? Coming up here on Follow the Money.
365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay. So you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah. Like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Your head. <laughs> hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. OddsTrader.com studio at Circa Resort and Casino. OddsTrader.com. Download the free OddsTrader app right now. Start winning with up to the second info that you need with in-game tracking tools. You can also compare sportsbook sign-up bonuses at OddsTrader.com. We'll get to uh, baseball here momentarily. Uh, so this tweet. What do you think of this tweet last night from Reggie Miller? As he uh, took to Twitter. I can't wait to throw this opinion out there. So we people think when he said, eh. Maybe the Nets should think about sitting Durant and Harden. His quote here on the tweet is, I'm just going to throw this out there to see what the responses will be. If you are Steve Nash in the Nets, would you sit James Harden and Kevin Durant in the game six? 
because of the heavy minutes tonight and push all your chips to the center of the table for game seven. As soon as I saw that, I said, this guy's going to get killed for this take. Oh, no, there's no doubt. And you just don't forfeit playoff games. Not a chance. You don't forfeit a game six in a playoff, especially when you're up against a weak-minded team like the Bucks. You don't forfeit a game. Uh, I think it is worth debating. Do you sit James Harden? Yeah, right. You're not going to sit both. I think you seriously talked about sitting James Harden and bringing him back for game seven. Uh, he played 46 minutes on a bad hamstring last night. He could never really hit second gear. Nope. And like you said, a lot of times it appeared like he was hurting more than he was helping. So that's something you do have to talk about. I, I would probably sit Harden. You still got to try to win game six. You don't wave the white flag and say, yeah, we're just going to play for game seven. You, do, you don't forfeit a playoff game when you're this deep into a series. Yeah, you're not going to sit Kevin Durant. I know he played every single minute last night of the game and he had an all-timer, but you got to bring him back for Game Six because it. Then, by the way, even though I don't trust this Bucks team as far as I could throw them, it comes down to Game Seven, which could be like a coin flip spot in the fourth quarter. And then, by the way, what happens if guy? What if you lose more players? Right? Somebody right. could go down. Somebody could sprain an ankle. Whatever could uh, knock heads. You know, starts bleeding, concussion, whatever. I don't know. You don't want to take that chance. No. Got to try to put him away if you can. Oh, you definitely got to try to end the series. You know your opponent too. Your opponent's not going to put you away, right? Right. So don't put yourself away. I, I think KD, if if he plays anything like he did last night, he could almost win Game Six by himself. Pretty much. The, yep. You know, you got to think the Bucks are seriously rattled. Their confidence is going to be shaken after what happened last night, and uh, uh, right now they're on the ropes. But yes, they are. But James Harden, I believe, should not step on the floor in Game Six. Mm-hmm. So Reggie Miller got that part right. He did get part of it. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. Uh, some Major League Baseball today. We have some stud pitchers going, Matt. Um, interesting with the spin rate. And we'll get into this a little bit more uh, later on in the program. But Boy, bad beat for you on the strikeout prop. Well, it's a lot a lot of baseball left. But I know. I, it, yeah. It's not looking good right now. No, it, it really isn't. But I, just, I can't believe that baseball is going to do I actually I kind of side with the players, the pitchers on this one a little bit. When you hear guys like Tyler Glasnow talk mm-hmm. and – you see some of the videos that Trevor Bauer is putting out there, but today some of the good starters that are going, I mean, Cole's on the mound. Um, DeGrom was scheduled to go as of last night in today's matchup. And then out here on the West Coast, we have a uh, duel between Wheeler and Kershaw as the Phillies take on the Dodgers, and somehow the Dodgers covered the run la- line last night 5-3. Yeah. to three. <laughs> Mookie Betts did it all by himself in the 7th and the 8th inning to uh, get those two runs across. But uh, I-, I knew I was going to be... You know, I wanted to see what the plus money was going to be on Zach Wheeler today in the in the Phillies. I don't know if it's enough yet to pull the trigger on that. Mm-hmm. We'll see how it goes uh, throughout the day. I'm not going to touch it. Yeah, I, I don't. If it if it was a little bit higher, I might. But I don't, at this point, I'm not. I don't think I'm going to bet the game today. One thirty, one thirty-five is not enough for me to uh, take the shot with the Phillies. That's exactly what I was thinking. If you're talking about 160, it's a different story. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was actually kind of thinking in that 150, 155 right. range, if it goes a little higher, then for sure. But right now where it's at, I can't do that. And, Mookie, and we, by, and, by the way, you mentioned Mookie Betts. That's a really likable superstar, Yeah, Mookie Betts. And he's been struggling, but last night he came through big time. Yep, he really did. What a bad loss, by the way, by the Padres again. You, you stake uh, Darvish to a 4 nothing lead. Mm-hmm. And then they, they don't score any more runs, and they get doubled up 8-4 to four against a really bad Rockies, Rockies team. Oh, to lose two straight now at Coors? You know what? There was a 
I hate to say this, but I have to. The same guy I ridiculed last week who was on VSIN a week and a half ago when he gave out the Yankees yeah. at minus 235 against the Tigers, they lost. He was on a show yesterday and he gave out Padres minus 240. You cannot give out favorites like that on a betting network. You can't you can't bet baseball like that. You can't lay 240 on favorites. He just lost the Yankees and the Padres minus 230, minus 240. How many games you gotta win to make up for that? I mean you're basically down five units yeah. by betting two big favorites like that. I'm gonna throw some current US open all right prices at Matt coming up next. He'll tell us if it's a good number to bet or if you're burning money. That's coming up. days for your winnings. Cash out instantly with BetRivers feature, Rush Pay. Get your cash when you want it at BetRivers Sportsbook, the industry leader with exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boost, and the most in-play betting options out there. As always, get $250 match bonus, fastest payouts, and only one-time playthrough at BetRivers, your hometown sportsbook. Offer valid in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. Not valid in Iowa. BetRivers Sportsbook. Visit BetRivers.com. Okay, so we're going to play a game here coming up in a minute. I wanted to run this email by you talking about the U.S. Open. This is from TJ Allard. He emailed the show, FTM at VSIN.com. Matt, at what point do you have to take a number strictly on price? I found Justin Thomas, top five finish, plus 850. Or everyone else in that price range for the outright is plus 450 to $5. I know he's not playing that great, but it's still JT in that price. It seems like a guy um, better have at least a ham sandwich on it. Well, I like the way he worded that at the end. You know what? Even if you're not in love with the bet, but you're tempted by it, and you say that you know it's a great number, just put put something on it. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a big play for you. Bet beer money, pizza money, sure. ham sandwich, whatever. Just so if it hits, you're not sitting back back regretting. I can't believe I didn't bet that. Yep. But if it loses, you're like, ah, no big deal. Didn't lose if it loses, much. you can still tell yourself yeah. that's a really good number. Right. Because it is. Yeah, it is a good number. And JT, at eight, uh, 850, that's, uh, that is a pretty good number. Just you know, bet something on it. Don't bet it big. I don't like JT much in this tournament because he's been way too erratic with his drive. Yep. He's spraying drives all over the place. You get you, And if you find a rough here too many times, you're going to be in big trouble. But typically, that's a player I like a lot. Just not sure. Uh, if this course sure. is going to be a big problem. for. Okay, so let's play a game here. We'll call it uh, Beauty or a Beast. We're dipping our toes into some new water. But I'm going to throw a golfer out there on the outright here at Circa, their current prices that they're mm-hmm. using. And, Matt, you can tell us if that bet, that current number with that golfer, is a beauty of a bet or if it's a beast. Okay. Let's begin with Justin Rose, currently at 64-1 to here at Circa. Beauty or a beast? That's beauty. B-E-A-Utiful. There you go. Okay, all right. Stadium swim shot. Justin Rose is a beauty, Mitch, because he won the Farmers Insurance Open in 2019 
at 21 under par. And, you know, he, he's a guy who's relatively accurate off the tee. He, he's got a well-rounded game. And I, I don't think a, a difficult USGA setup is going to throw him off. He can handle – his game translates to almost any course. At this type of number, 64, I'm not going to be a bit surprised to see this guy in the top 10 because of how well he's played at Torrey Pines in the past. You know, I'm not going to be surprised if Justin Rose is in the mix for, like, first-round leader on Thursday. Sure. He goes out there and he posts, like, a three-under or something like that. Whatever, mm-hmm. whatever wherever the numbers are going, right? And yeah. you're like, hey, look at Justin Rose now mm-hmm. all of a sudden. Off to a good start. Uh, how about Tommy Fleetwood currently sitting at 92-1? to 1. Is that a beauty or a beast? That's a beast. I'm not a monster. Oh, no. What is that? Oh, what are we doing oh, here? <laughs> it's going to make it difficult for me to go to KFC. Yeah, you're not going to go to KFC mm-hmm. anytime soon. Just went there yesterday. For <laughs> hold it, hold it going, down. Hold it down. Today. Yeah. <laughs> we can't even describe that photo right no. there. But anyway, no. here's why he's a beast for me, and some people might disagree. Uh, so there are plenty of Tommy Fleetwood fans out there. Sure. When's the last time you saw him win on American soil? Yeah, good question. And when I, a few, very few times I bet Tommy Fleetwood, he hasn't done anything positive. So I, did, I don't even consider betting on Fleetwood. I mean, if it's a British Open, you might think about it. Uh-huh. I'm not going to think about it this week. Okay, this is a bigger number. Why don't we uh, go Christian Bazudenhut at 100 and 40 to 1 right now at Circa. Great story. Is that a beauty or a beast? I'm going to go beast. Oh, my God. Oh. That's the guy in the airport laying uh, down. You're not going to hands that photo. in his pants. Bazootenhut is a really talented player. I have a hard time picturing him winning the U.S. Open this week. I just can't see it happening. Is he the type of player who could challenge for majors sometime uh, in the near future? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I, I don't believe it's going to happen this week. No? Okay. And I've never bet on him one time. I might in the future. Mm-hmm. He's kind of the guy I picture. He's a Charlie Hoffman type of guy who I picture is going to be in contention or could be in contention and then fades. At 140 to 1, I'm not going to criticize anybody who wants to play him, but personally, for me, it's not going to be a play. You brought up Hoffman, by the way. He's not on our list right now. He's 80-1 to one here uh, at Brady Cannon loves Charlie Hoffman. Brady's going to be on with us at 5 a.m. tomorrow morning before oh. the players tee off to talk about some of the long shots he likes, and Hoffman is on his list. I think he got – Brady might have grabbed Hoffman at a really good number, like 150-1 to one somewhere. That's – you know what? Where's my sheet here? Because uh, I, I wrote down Hoffman. He opened at 140-1 to one here. Okay. So I'm guessing he got him absolutely mm-hmm. in that territory. Uh, how about Adam Scott right now at Circa? He's 95-1. to 1. Is that a beauty of a bet, or is that a beast? It just hit me in the head right now. I'm going to say it's a beauty. What? <laughs> the Nigel Seeley photo is a beauty? Yeah, that that's a pretty good shot of Nigel, actually. In the hot tub. Come on. Bottle of champagne. Sure. After a big week of soccer betting. Adam Scott finished second to Justin Rose in uh, 2019 at Torrey Pines. He was 21 under par. He has played really well. He was in contention, actually, in January in this tournament. This is a course where Adam Scott's had a lot of success. If he's going to make some sort of comeback, a resurgence, I'm not going to be surprised to see it happen at Torrey Pines. Uh, 
I'm pretty much at the point where if he doesn't do anything in this tournament, I'm done. You're done? Adam Scott. Pretty much done. He hasn't won a major since 2013 in the Masters. And you're getting to the point where you think, well, he's maybe never going to win one again. I do think he's got a shot this week. But his putting has not been consistent Mm -hmm. enough. In fact, his putter is what buried him in January. I thought I had a ticket on him in January, Mitch, at the Farmers. And I thought, he's going to get it done. And then he missed like three five foot putts, and sure, it's just it's hard to take. Do you know top of the top but of your head at about triple digits? Yeah, Adam Scott's still a pretty good player to get at about one hundred to one. Yeah, do you know how many bets you have right now in the outrights for the U.S. Seven. Open? Seven. Yeah, yeah. What's the highest guy that you took? I've, I've got four props. Oh, hold on, don't give three matchups and seven later on. Seven, seven futures. Okay, yeah, I got you. Yep. We'll, we'll, we'll find out some of your bets a little bit later on in the show. I don't want you to give that one away right now, I guess. It's Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Up next, Matt Meiselman's going to join the program with DraftKings. Are you aware of their 2021 football contest? $5 million in guaranteed money, potential overlay, and available in numerous states. He'll share some of the details coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
the action on DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports. Download the app. Use the promo code VSIN when you sign up to compete for cash prizes each and every week. Don't wait. Sign up now. And new customers get a deposit bonus up to $500. That's code VSIN when you sign up. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in Indiana, that number is 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Must be 18 years or older. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. You know, Matt, we only have like, what is it, a month and a half before we get uh, preseason NFL games? Football is right around the corner, man. It's not that far away, so obviously getting into contest is going to be very popular in the next... About seven weeks away. Yeah, 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 that's that's pretty much it. Matt Meiselman joins the program now with DraftKings, and uh, they have a couple of really, really cool football contests going on this football season. Matt, thanks for the time today. How are you? I'm doing well. Happy to be here with you guys at this early time for me and very, very early time for you, but uh, yeah, let's get into it. Sure. So you can take this whichever way you would like, but DraftKings has a million-dollar pro football million, uh, millionaire survivor and a $4 million pro football millionaire pick uh, Tell us overall about the kind of the rules and the lay of the land with these contests, how many states are involved, what the entry fees are, how people sign up, can they, can they put the picks in on their apps, are there set numbers across all the states, all this stuff. Yeah, so to start with Survivor, it's your pretty standard Survivor pool that we're running. It's just, well, now it's 18 weeks, but pick one team per week, and hopefully they win for as long as many weeks as you can manage. It's available in Colorado, Tennessee, Virginia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, New Hampshire, New Jersey, and West Virginia, but you don't have to live in any of those states. You just have to be in those states to make the picks. Um, and the entry for that one is $333, up to three entries per person. And I think that's that pretty much sums it up. Survivor pools, I think most people know how they work at this point. They're pretty simple. Um, the pick and pool is a little more interesting. So that pool only runs through week 17. I think uh, the logic there is that week 18 can be a little messy in terms of point spreads and players sitting out and all of that. Um, And then within the 17 weeks, you can pick one week where you don't have to make any picks. So it's five per week for 16 of the 17 for 80 picks total. And the entry for that one is 1,500, and it's the same three maximum per person. Obviously, everybody's in the same pool, right? You don't have separate contests for separate states. It's all in the same pool. And uh, the prize money is guaranteed, so it could be an overlay here, correct? Yeah, it's about a quarter of the way full for the pick and pull right now. Um, yeah, and then the entries, so it's a million dollars to first at the moment, but if we go above the set amount of people that we're expecting, uh, it's about 2800 then the prize pool can start to increase. Sure. So th- there won't be a point where just like the rate goes way up because there's too many people. There's no limit on how many can join, and then it's just the money starts to increase from that point once there's that many people involved. But yeah, if it doesn't fill fully, uh, then we have some overlay. Definitely hard to know at this point if that will happen or not. Uh, it's it's the first time that some of these states have been able to participate, and we're obviously still some time away from football, so we'll kind of just have to see. So $333 entry fee for the survivor. Mitch, I don't think there's going to be an overlay. I don't think so either. And you said that you're already, like, in terms of getting to that million-dollar threshold, you're already a quarter of the way there at this point? Yeah, somewhere around there, yeah. Yeah, and then you you said... Go go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. If you go on Sportsbook 
uh, draftkings.com slash pools. That's where you can see if you're in one of those states right now, you can see the, uh, the, the exact numbers of how many people have signed up so far. But the, the maximum is just unlimited. But yeah, 2,800 is where you start to see it go up. So I think we're somewhere around 700, 750, like right around there right now. So the Pro Football Millionaire Pick'em Contest, that's 1500 for the entry fee. Yeah. Have, you, have you projected what you think you're going to get in a contest like that, Matt? Honestly, no. Um, I think that this year is unique for a number of reasons. Um, more people can bet. So it's only been a few years since sports betting has been legal anywhere outside of Nevada. And then for... States that aren't New Jersey, it's much more recent than that. So I think it's just really hard to forecast. We don't know how many people in some of these other states are interested. It it seems popular, but it yes, yeah, specifics, I think it's just really hard to say. Okay. All right, once again, for people who want to get in the contest, tell them how they can sign up, where to go. Yeah, sportsbook.draftkings.com slash pools. And if you're in any one of those eight states, then you can basically just do it from your phone. I'm looking at it right now. Mitch, yeah. we are not allowed to enter. We are not allowed to enter no. that. Um, but also, you said, just to clarify again, in the Survivor, it's straight ahead, right? I mean, it's 18 weeks. You pick one team. You can never use them again. It's your, it's your like, uh, standard rules for a Survivor contest that people are really used to playing over the years. Yep, pretty much exactly. I think no surprises for anyone. Okay, and then the other one, again, for people just tuning in right now, you said no picks in the uh, pick'em contest in week number 18. And also you have to take, you're required to take one week off, so you're going to have 80 picks spread out over the 17 weeks, but you're only really picking, what, 16 weeks overall? Yeah, exactly. So the bye week is any week of your choosing, and I think that that makes for some interesting strategies. Some people may choose to just skip the first week and see if they can gain some edge. You know, maybe some huge percentage of people are eliminated on some upset um, but I imagine we'll see that scattered across where there are just a lot of different opinions for when people think the best time to take the week week off is week 17 could be popular. I, I think it'll be an interesting football season this year with the double bio weeks for teams. And we just, the schedule is different than it's ever been. So, um, I think it makes for some interesting strategy discussions for people involved. And so the way it works, I think, uh, in different States out, you know, out here in Nevada, Matt, when people sign up for contests, they got to come here in person. They have to get a proxy, et cetera, sign up, show their ID, that kind of thing. But in these states, as you said, you don't have to live there. So for anybody who wants to sign up, is it just where they, they fire up their app when they're in a state with legalized sports betting and DraftKings there, and they say, okay, this is how I'm going to sign up right now on my phone? Yeah, as long as you are standing within the borders of one of those states, you are good to go. And then... I guess if you don't live there, you have to go back across for each week. But yeah, as long as you're as long as you're standing somewhere where you can bet in one of these eight locations, then you can make all your picks that way. Gotta love technology. <clears throat> that is pretty cool. That's amazing. <laughs> uh, DraftKings.com/slash/championship series. If you want to go uh, check out the details, more money than ever up for grabs in football contests here in Las Vegas and across the country in 2021. Which is exciting for football betters. Uh, Matt, just want to br- hit briefly on the U.S. Open, which starts tomorrow. Can you tell us uh, at DraftKings which players are attracting the most money, uh, where you have liability? Uh, what stands out to you this week in uh, golf betting? Yeah, so 
Brooks Kapka has gotten a lot of buzz. It's interesting. There seems to be a lot more betting on him than on Bryson. I kind of would have thought that just the way that the two of them have been in the news lately, that they'd be up there as the top two guys that people are betting on. Um, Kepka is number one. And then, of course, there's liability again on Phil Mickelson as more of a long shot. Um, I think that there's just buzz around him after his surprise win a few weeks ago. So the one thing to keep in mind is when we're talking about like DraftKings specific splits, the odds are going to have an impact. So to me, it looks like Kepka and Johnson just simply have Kepka and Dustin Johnson simply have higher odds at DraftKings than some of the other sports books. Mm-hmm. And Bryson DeChambeau is just a little bit lower at DraftKings than some of the other sports books. So it could just be the case that people are shopping around and because Bryson is only 15 to one at DraftKings and maybe 16, 17 or 18 to one elsewhere, maybe they're just betting him on other sites. Uh, but it does look pretty evenly split. There's no one overwhelming player that everyone's on this week. But if there had to be one, I think Kepka seems to be a little more popular than the rest, just because if you look at the odds, Rom is close to 10 to one. Kepka's 19. There's a couple of guys at 15. It just seems like I think it probably seems to the average better. Like there's just better value on him because they're all pretty close and Kepka's getting more Draft, odds than the yeah, DraftKings, I think, has the best number anywhere you find on Brooks Kepka on the futures board at 19 to one. That's the highest I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, I love the overall <clears throat> menu at DraftKings for. And this goes back now forever since like the restart when we really were paying attention mm-hmm. to golf more than ever. Like the top 20s, top 30s, top 40s, a straight forecast, make or miss the cut, and all these guys, tournament props, nationality props, uh, all the hole-in-one props. The betting menu was just endless at DraftKings, mm-hmm. Matt, for these golf tournaments. Uh, Matt, you guys do a great job. Yeah, it's... Uh... There is a lot. I'm just looking at it now. You know, sometimes I forget just how many different markets we have. Mm-hmm. Um, I see it. It's, it's cool to see that people are not just able to bet on so many different kinds of things, but they're interested in them. Um, the first round leader was getting a ton of buzz for a while. That was more around COVID times. Uh, for whatever reason, people just gravitated towards that one. Uh, there were a couple of guys, like I think it was Jonathan Vegas and Harold Varner. There were some yes. narratives on those guys <laughs> yes. being really <laughs> Those are guys are those, who typically get off to hot starts about? and they can't finish. Yeah. H HV three yep. and uh, Johnny Vegas. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it's it's interesting to see like that where people just pick up on these things so quickly now. Mm-hmm. Where you're not you're not alone if you know that that's going on. It seems like everyone knows, um, yep. but it's still kind of cool that you know there's so many people following this stuff that closely. No doubt, Matt. Thanks for the uh, lowdown on the contests. Uh, very exciting time of year, obviously. Great contest you guys have going on, and we'll talk to you throughout the season, okay? Yep, sounds good. Take care. There you go. Matt Meiselman with DraftKings. Uh, again, $5 million in guaranteed overall between the two contests, a million for the Survivor, and $4 million, Matt, for the Pick'em contest. A lot of money up for grabs this fall. Football contest. We're going to talk about some adjustments to the Westgate Super Contest later in the show, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I don't want to steal any of uh, Jeff Seeley's potential thunder in about five minutes, but there are some bets that I like. Top 20, top 30, that kind of thing that you can find this week. And we'll get into updated series prices after last night's action, how much the Nets Bucks line moved, where it closed compared to the Game 6 opening number.
1-800-636-5. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.